The following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, your home for comic book and pop culture talk every single week right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts, and alongside with me today, the one, the only. Schmitty is here, and uh, Schmitty just got blown, his socks are clean off. He yeah. got blown off by the Spider-Man trailer. Literally, what, 15, 20 minutes before we... Just dropped, just yeah. Literally just dropped. We're super happy. We're actually cutting out comic books today, comic book readings. There's so much news. Because there's so much news. Disney Plus dropped a ton of stuff. Uh, they had their own online convention thingamajig. I don't know, but there's a lot to talk about. I think that was the technical name of it, the Disney Plus thingamajig. thingamajig. I think so, too. And that's what they called it. It's the Disney Plus thingamajig. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. Yes. I, I, it sounds exactly. it sounds exactly like the mouse would say that. Just go ahead and watch my thingamajig here. Hmm? Huh? Come on, Walt. <laughs> Where's your thingamajig, Walt? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Baron, how are you doing today? Um, yes, yes. Well, I believe last week you uh, <clears throat> you perhaps threatened me with a, a certain individual. Hmm? I yes? did. Hmm? I did. I see nothing. Oh, he's here. Mm, he's uh, he's coming from the bathroom. Just give him a second. What is this potty humor? Is what this is? He's coming from the bathroom. What is he doing? Is he miturating? Is he defecating? He had to he had to get he had to get ready for this episode. He had a he had, oh. a, he had a powder his nose. Oh, oh, with what? With what? I pray tell. Who is this nefarious oh, I, individual? I'm sure you would know. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Actually, actually, there he is right now. Hey, Steve. What's going on? Steven. You are the bloke that I am expected to fear, to shiver in my booties. Yes, <laughs> yes. Was that a question? Mm, yes. <laughs> Did you fart, good sir? <laughs> Stop asking questions, say. Stephen, I, I'm trying to have a debate about who you are. Who are you, Stephen? The name is Stooley Steve. Say, Stooley Steve. Yes. Is it a play on the defecating the? The the stool particles that are emitting from your anus, right? Please stop asking questions, say. Well, I would like to know what you're all about. You need to know nothing, say. No, I, I do. I, I pray tell I would like to know my new nemesis. Hmm? Just know that I don't like you, say. What did I do to you, Stephen? I heard what you're talking about. That was a question, hmm? Yes? What, what was I talking about, Stephen? Hmm? <laughs> I see you're, f- you're flatulating everywhere. How about you're, you put yourself together, Stephen? You're making me a little uncomfortable, say. Hmm, yes, yes. The smell is quite uncomfortable in here, Stephen. Stop asking questions, Smitty, say. Smitty, Smitty, what? Oh, Smitty's double over. He's, he's, he's dry heaving over there, Smitty. I can't help it. See, I get really nervous. Well, perhaps you should go see a psychiatrist about your nervous tendencies of flatulation. Was that another question? No, that was a statement. I mean, you said perhaps. Perhaps you should do this as a suggestion, really, Stephen, for your 
flatulating episodes here. Let's just let's just say this. I don't like being asked questions. All right, whether you're a copper or whether you're a smoke. Big well, old, I big old smoke. That's I yes. assure you, I have not gone through the academy of police officers. I am not a knock, as you say. You certainly sound like one. Well, that's because I'm highly educated, unlike you, Sir Stephen. I'm assaulted. You're assaulted. <laughs> I see what you did there, Stephen. That's about Keep it up. You're going to be sitting in your ragu. <laughs> yes. Schmitty, are you done dry heaving over there? I know it's the, the, the flatulating particles... Oh, you we're all going to get pink eye. I hope you know this, Stephen. <laughs> oh, jeez, Louise. <laughs> I have to use the bathroom. I'll be right back. All right, Stephen. Good day. Ta-ta. Matthew, do you have any goggles? I know perhaps someone ex- uh, does science experiments in here, and I would like to have a pair of goggles to protect myself from the pink of eye. Yes. <laughs> Listen, Baron. Yes. You get paid weekly. You can go and buy yourself goggles. Yes, but see, I was unaware of this man's flashlighting problems. Now I have a. He asked, I have, Wait, hey. I have a wonderful mustache, and sometimes I like to twirl it and curl it with the saliva from my mouth. Now, my question, and good thing Steve is not here because I'm guessing that the questions make him nervous, which allows him to flashlight. Now, my concern, I shall say, is that I shall dip. My index finger and thumb in my mouth to curl the edges of my mustache. Now, mind you, the particles emitting from his anus may have landed momentarily on my mustache. What would would you like me to do about that? I'm back, guys. Oh. Perhaps we shall wear the masks that I see everyone wearing around town to help protect ourselves from... Flatulating particles, the poo particles, the dung particles. I don't have any dung beetles to collect all these particles, to mush them into one spherical ball, and perhaps roll them into the corner in which the dung beetles shall live. Yes. I saw it on National Geographic. Speaking of which... Oh, did you now, say? Yes, yes, I did. I saw a wonderful program with Jeff Goldblum. On the National Geographic. I don't that, like him. That was also on the Disney He Plus. sounds like a copper. Oh, Jeff Goldblum, I assure you, he is anything but a copper. He is a, uh, a loose cannon, you see. Yes, probably does some things from here and there and everywhere. Uh, he went synchronized swimming with some old ladies. That was very enjoyable, very nice. Schmitty, are you still dry heaving over there, good man? Get him a bucket, Matthew. Something's bound to come out of there. I'm not doing nothing. I didn't ask you to. You Italian man. Hmm? That's right. That's right. Do you own an Italian restaurant? <laughs> I would hope not with that fascination. <laughs> you stop asking me questions. Mm. The health department would surely shut anything down that you do. Yeah. Just just keep it down with the questions. Say you're going to be wearing the concrete gloves. Man. Gloves? Oh, yes, because I do not have shit. No, I heard I your shit talking it. last week. Oh, you're dead. Yeah. Mm. Speaking yeah. of shit, yeah. what did you eat today? <laughs> That's what you ate. Asparagus and sauerkraut. <laughs> oh, it's in my... I have nice liverwurst, eh? I'm, 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 I'm going to have to excuse myself for a second. Smitty! Oh, he's done dry heaving here. Smitty, come on back now. I think it's over. Just don't ask any questions, he says. Okay? All right, then. I shall bid you do I... I shall be back. 
Whew, that's the noises I was making, Baron. Oh, how you feeling? It's a little rough. It's a little rough in here. Um, it's on the roof of my mouth. Yeah, I can taste. I can. I can taste what the sauerkraut and the asparagus he had for dinner. Uh, it tastes like that asparagus was roasted just perfectly. So kudos to the chef that you got that from. I won't ask you where um, because I, I don't want to taste any more of it. But, uh, yeah, Whew, that's some good stuff. I'll leave you guys bay. I'll be right back. Yeah, go use the restroom if you need. Nice to meet you. Whew, it's ripe in here. It's, it's like um, a yellow onion was just peeled. That's how my eyes are watering. How about you, Matt? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh. I need, like, I'm going to drink this peanut butter whiskey. and That it- might get the taste of the the onion out of your mouth. Whoo. Oh, boy. This, oh, Spider-Man. Uh, you may get the tears out of my eyes for a second. Ah, oh, Spider-Man. That's the man who was bitten by a radioactive spider, and now he's got powers, and new movies coming out. Looks great. Uh, Matt, what did you think? Uh, it was That trailer was everything I'd hoped for. Sony had nothing to do with it because there was like very little leaks. I was waiting for the Garfield. I was waiting for oh, not the cat, the man. If, and I was waiting for... for <laughs> I was also waiting for I wasn't following uh, you at McGuire. first. I, was, yeah. I really thought you were asking about the cat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why I had to specify. I, I appreciate he's that. He's the more famous of the Garfields. <laughs> and he's been around a lot longer. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, I loved, um, I love the explanation that they're from a different reality. So they're not even, they can't, they, they might not even be the, the villains that we've already met. Like obviously Electro looked so different. The fuck, like the, the shot where they showed like the star of Electro. Electro looked face. great. Yes. Looked that is awesome. how he should have looked. Yes. It was comic book accurate. Yes. Looked awesome. Jamie Foxx looked incredible. Yeah, that looked great. It was way better than Blue. Blue Lizard, Lizard looked different than we've seen him previously in The Amazing yes. Spider-Man. He looked more reptilian. Yep. Not as human. Um, the Sandman We didn't in get the too much of it, but it was a cool little shot. Yeah, little shot. You, they didn't give away too much, but we, now we know for sure. Damn, that's the lizard. And I would have liked if he was wearing some kind of lab coat. That's my only nitpicky thing. I agree. I, I definitely, like, that's like classic lizard to me. Yeah. Butt-ass naked lizard, I'm not a fan. No. Of. But lab coat, I think it gives it that extra, like, he's not just like He's like the wolf creature. man, but reptilian instead right. of the wolf. Yeah, he's got to have some human clothes on him. Um, But Green Goblin mask confirmed. I think we knew it. He was, like, full-blown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, looked, I, it looked a little, like, more detailed. Yeah, it looked great. I, it, looked, it looked really cool. And Sandman's Doc- visage. We didn't actually see Flint Marco. We just saw his face in the sand. Yeah, popped up behind. But that's awesome. Somebody. Look great. Look great. Uh, the tease of the the Gwen Stacy death a little bit there. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I hope they don't go that route. <laughs> I still don't understand. Like, Strange seems so out of character in this trailer like, as well. Like, just goofy? I think Not he- even goofy like an asshole. Like, he, he has no well, seriousness to him. Like a goofy asshole. Like it doesn't feel like strange. Maybe this is a different strange. Maybe it's maybe it's the about strange that. from you, the what if. You gotta think too. Um, maybe it's the asshole strange. His, his relations with Peter in Infinity War. And they it's only been Infinity War. Yeah, that's true. They were very adult child. And it was very like strange talk down to him. Yeah. That's in true. a sense. You gotta that's think true. about that too, right? A lot of the interaction the bulk of the interaction was between Tony and, and Doctor Strange. So okay. Doctor yeah. Strange, an experienced doctor, um, who gave Tony Stark a, a plenty of uh, tongue lashing, so to speak. He gave it right back to him. 
you know, probably views Spider-Man as just a just a young, inexperienced kid. And and it, I mean, it, he did. He, you know, you got to think back to the first trailer. Wong told him not to do it, and Doctor Strange did that. The spell. Yeah, and Spider Man messed it up, and now the multiverse is starting to kind of come together. So it's a, he's probably frustrated on that level because right we we've seen that with this new trailer. Yep, that because because you messed up that spell, they're they're coming. People yeah. from other universes are coming. That was, that was not verbatim, but that's what it is. And their relationship seems fine. Uh, yeah, it just it it seems normal to me. I mean, strange. Obviously, again, you're right. He's he's coming off extra as a dick. But he's, you know, from an intellectual standpoint, far superior to Spider-Man. Uh, his awareness of, of yeah, he is the high thing. school kid. Yeah, <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, it's not, it's not super out there. For, like this is a whole new realm for me in Spider-Man. You know, this 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 mystical stuff. I mean, we're starting yes. to see usage of it. He does have a suit that uh, apparently has, you know. Powers like Mythical the time abilities, stone, yeah, right. He's doing all the Doctor Strange hand stuff to yep. do to do time. He might even have the time stone. I don't know. Yeah, because he he steals the like kind of like almost like the cabinet that it might be in. Right, it looks like uh, it looks like it's the like a, a larger version of the Eye of, of Amato. Yeah. Um. So there's that. Um. It looked like the reason maybe he doesn't have the Iron Spider suit anymore. It almost looks like Doc Ock's tentacles absorb. Like there's a shot where they turn, they're almost like Iron Man esque looking. Yes, I did notice that. Yeah, so it was towards the end. Yep. Yeah, I'm wondering if like Doc Ock's tentacles absorb and like take that, that, that like the nanobots and just morph into different tentacles. It's certainly possible because yeah, he's looking at it extra like for a long time. I mean, I don't remember his 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 tentacles looking like that. Yeah. I, I don't ever remember them looking like that. I, I know I thought it was it was very strange. That, well, when he was lo- the way he was looking at it, yeah, it was really peculiar. So, um, it, it would not surprise me. That was a fun little bit though when they did have Octavius trapped. What's your name? Yeah, yeah. Doctor Otto Octavius. And he really, started. Yeah. He started like laughing. He goes, "No, no, no, really." <laughs> was, I almost got a vibe too that there might almost be a a point like almost like a, a like Doctor Ock might not be full blown villain. Uh, I guess he's a man of science, so maybe he well, you comes remember over at the time of his death too. And, but is that the same one? He looks different than he did in Spider-Man Two. That's, that's true. the other thing it, to it, think about because right. if Sandman's in the Sandman, Sandman that we should saw be a good guy, in, right, right? Well, the Sandman we saw in Spider-Man Three never died. That is true, and that that was the big thing that they that, said is that all these villains died at the hands of Spider-Man. Yeah, so that's going to be a different Sandman. Uh, Likewise with, um, well, yeah, Electro did die. Goblin died. Yeah, so I I guess that's the only one that that falls through on. But, yeah, we never saw him die. Right. That adds an interesting layer. And Octavius in Spider-Man 2 didn't technically die by the hand of Spider-Man. He sacrificed himself. Right. It all depends on where they get so they get soaked. Well, like what time period within their own films that they get soaked from yeah. or sucked up from? You know, it, it did seem like Ock is a little over. He's surprised at first, obviously. You know, go, it, there's a it looks like there's a little fight scene with Peter, but um, I like this scene when he's like, "You're not Peter Parker," right? So that was pretty cool. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, this is really just totally new ground for Marvel. I think it, it only helps Marvel out so much with the in the as far as mystery like goes. Because, you know, we all love to dissect and break down these trailers. And yeah. I'm going to be watching tons of stuff on it, you know, later when I get home and tomorrow morning. But we really don't know. No. You know, we've seen how they lied to us in Infinity War. Uh, not lied to us, but just changed some things in the yep. trailer. And they could do whatever the heck they want in these trailers. And yeah. none of it has to be true. Yeah. So um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, the one thing that we can constantly get from Marvel is... Beautiful special effects, great acting. Sometimes the stories don't exactly mash up, but for the most part, they do. Yeah, it seems you know. Um, like I just watched Shang Chi again over the weekend because uh, with Disney Plus Day, uh, they released a bunch of stuff, and the special effects in that are just amazing. Yeah. Uh, on the visually, it was it was pretty beautiful. Yeah, and it's not just a it's not just Disney because we watched Jungle Cruise. And that entire, I'm like, I understand you're in the jungle, but did you have to film the whole fucking thing on green screen? <laughs> like, I watched another rock movie, by the way, this weekend, and, and he was back in the jungle. It's like, But, like, that one, like, I'm watching it, and there were so many times in Jungle Cruise where I was completely taken out of the movie because I'm like, the lighting in the background doesn't even match the lighting that's on the actors. Like, it's right. blatantly green screen that... Cheetah was a, an abomination. Like, I'm supposed to, like, form a bond with this cheetah, but it's clearly not ever there. Yeah. It's just, it's just, ah, uh, it was rough. I and I'm, a, I'm a big fan of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Movie, I know you so are. So I was, I was pretty stoked, but the visual effects just were not up to par on that movie. That's the one thing you can't knock on Pirates of the Caribbean. The it was hard for me to tell because I seen it. Right. I, that was one thing when that you, was hard for me. Yeah. To, I would have seen it at the drive. Yes. Yeah, so when so. we saw it, I, I watched it. You know, just on Disney Plus, and I'm like, ooh, man, these special effects are rough. <laughs> but uh, I mean, it is what it is, right? No, for sure. You you end up seeing the Eternals yet? I have not, but okay. I've, I've heard the same thing that it's just beautiful. Um, I heard the story's a little bloated, which I kind of figured. Yeah, it's very bloated. Ten character, well, eleven characters if you count uh, Kit Harrington's uh, Black Knight. Uh, so I knew it was going to be bloated. Um, I, I, I have I've you got, seen the 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 credit scenes at least? Yet? I know the credit scenes. So okay, I, so we can we can break that. Yeah, down. yeah. I know. I don't want to talk about the the movie too much. If you haven't seen it yet, I, I don't want to break down. Yeah, I, I understand that. Like the, the one celestial being, he's kind of a big deal. Uh, I forget his name at the time of uh, recording, but um, I do know that there was a great mid credit scene with um, Thanos' brother. Uh, what's his name? Star Fox. Yes, and Pip the Troll, Pip the who's Troll. a big, big, big deal character in a lot of the Infinity books. Yes, um, so that's cool to see those characters. I was very I happy like. about that. I love who they got to play Pip the Troll. That's uh, what's his name? Uh, the dude who played Modok, right? Pat, Pat, Pat Oswald. Oswald. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He's great. It fits perfectly. Yeah, it fits. He, he fits perfectly for that. Um, as soon as I seen it, I was really, really. Uh, yeah, I was really happy that that got to happen. But it was really right. Star Fox is the name. Um, yes. Pretty cool that they, you know, Thanos is still going to be referenced a lot. It seems like going for if this character is going to be featured yeah. frequently yeah. amongst the Eternals, then we're going to get a lot of Thanos, you know, references. He's, he's going to live well beyond his his death. In now the I'm curious to see how they do this character. That was what uh, Harry Shearer. I'm not sure the actor. Yeah, I think he's also a recording artist. Okay, he we're not in his main demographic. Oh, I see. So, I gotcha. Um, but I think if I remember correctly. And if I also reminded me of Shazam, by the way. 
Oh, really? Okay. Just the build. Okay. Everything. He well, he's not a very muscular guy. No. So I didn't see the clip. So if they kind of jacked him up it a little bit. It just felt like Shazam. Like this is their like uh, okay. reaction to Shazam. Well, he's nothing like Shazam in the comics. I believe not he, even remotely he admits close. Like, he's actually a god. Yeah. Well, Shazam's a god, but well, he transfer. He goes yes. from Billy Batson to... But doesn't he emit some kind of pheromone where people are in, in, infatuated with him? Almost like Not Prin- sure. I think it's like Prince Shizor from Shadows of the Empire, if you ever read that, where he, Prince Shizor, emitted a, a, a scent that he could seduce people to, you know, obviously do what he wants. But I believe Star Fox has a similar power. So I wouldn't be surprised if they just leave that Let on me... the cutting room floor because that seems pretty problematic. Unless you just headbutt your nose against a, a desk like, like Black Widow. That's how you get over that. Styles, yeah, yeah. Eros of Titan. That's uh, that's his actual okay like, normal name. Uh, let's see his powers. I-, I remember him from the first Infinity War. I, I do remember him from there. Uh, powers and abilities. Yeah, made of enhanced cosmic energy. It ages far more slowly than most humanoids. Superhumanly strong, resistant to harm, and immune to terrestrial diseases. He can withstand impacts. Um, let's see, he can be injured by weapons such as bullets or knives. Uh, yep, psionically stimulate the pleasure centers in nearby people's brains, making them calm and open to suggestion using his persuasion skill, kind of like uh, Kilgrave. Okay. That's a, that's what I'm, the vibe I'm getting from that. It's been suggested that when in physical contact and there is direct line of sight between the subject and the target, Star Fox can use his euphoria effect to cause a person or persons to become infatuated with him objects or people of his choosing or simply to make others feel good while in his presence. So notably, the euphoria does not work on his brother Thanos. His psionic powers are possessed to some degree by all Eternals, but he developed them in his own unique manner. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if they leave that power set on the cutting room floor. Yeah. It's a little I, problematic. A little <laughs> rapey. Yeah. Um, just a smidge. Yeah. Just a smidge. But, but um, obviously the other big one I heard was um, – Kid Harrington's Black Knight is doing something. He's and... taking out the sword. Okay. Ooh, he's, he's withdrawing. The Ebony he's, Blade? The Ebony Blade. He's nice. taking out, and it's like talking. It's talking. And he goes to close it, and then at the end, we hear a voice. I can't remember what the line is, but it is Mahershala Ali. As Blade. As Blade. So we're getting and like that was dark. And that was a request from the director that sh- he sh- – I can't remember who directed it. Yeah. My apologies, but – uh, they wanted Mahershala Ali to have his his debut cameo in, nice. the, in that cutscene. Nice. So, that's cool. That's that's huge. Um, I think it's great that they're going back to the Blade well because if it was not for Blade, this whole string of comic book movies may never have happened. Nothing. No, he Blade was... needs to. The character needs to be put on a pedestal even greater than maybe. You know, it, it's. I think it really does. Like, I think you have I mean, to make Blade. Obviously, obviously, the first breakout. I mean, it's tough to say because obviously Superman was a big hit in '78. Batman was a big hit in '89. But when this Blade, is the first Marvel one, yeah. But when, but I feel like as a superhero film genre as a whole, because like Superman had already like, like I feel like Superman one is the only good one with Christopher Reeves. Two, three, and four. Oh, the uh, the, the original Superman, yeah. 
Batman. Okay, you got Batman Returns, but like the studio hated that because it was so dark and they couldn't sell stuff. Yeah. So then they went super campy and then it flopped with three and four. Correct. So I feel like Blade was the first movie that came out that was kind of dark, gritty, stayed true to the tone of the comic and was successful and made a bunch of money. Do you think it saved comic book movies in general? I think it just I don't think it saved them. I think it allowed I think it allowed studios to realize if they stick closer to the source material, they'll have better success. Right. That's true. Uh, when they go too far off kilter, then that's when bad stuff tends to happen. Usually, for the most part, yeah. That's what we've noticed in, in the in the twenty plus years since then. They yeah. will be, yeah, definitely. And I do love that Wesley Snipes, who played Blade, officially the, gave his blessing. Yeah, yep. which he seems like he's like total. I think I think uh, being arrested was probably the best thing for him. And having a hard time because he was kind of a dick. Like especially if you heard, if you like yeah. well, Pat Oswalt was playing Pip the Troll. Like if you listen to his interviews when he was on the set of Blade Trinity, like there's literally a scene in that movie where Wesley Snipes refused to open his eyes for a scene, so they had to digitally render his eyes over top of his. Oh, eyelids. I heard about that. He was like he refused. All he did was sit in his trailer all day and smoke weed, and he refused. To film scenes like Ryan Reynolds says it was a nightmare. Jessica Biel says it was a nightmare. See, no wonder why Triple H never took off as an actor. Yeah, it's all because of Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes' fault. But um, <laughs> and then in like the years prior, he seems like he's really kind of mellowed, mellowed out. He was great in uh, My Name Is Dolomite with Eddie Murphy. He was amazing in that. Uh, he's even kind of he was in the cheek. second Coming uh, Coming to America, I think too. They yes, brought, he was. They brought him in that. Yep. It, was, yep. it was pretty he good. He was great in that. Um, and he even, like, tongue-in-cheek, like, there's a show on FX called What We Do in the Shadows, which is, like, kind of a spoof on vampires. Right. And he plays Wesley Snipes on the Vampiric Council. And he's like, That's yeah, awesome. I just I just fell in love with the lifestyle. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, he's because uh, he's been very open about wanting to return as Blade. Yeah, and I just think he realized at this point. It was just, just past him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't hate if they Multiversed in, it? Um... If they like brought him in as uh, maybe, I you know maybe Blade's confidant, something right. along those lines. If they go the multiverse, right? I could definitely <clears throat> see him return to that. Oh but yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm not sure much beyond that. What he could, what he could really do. Yeah. Um, so so I don't know. I don't know. But yes. Uh, what, what, so did you like Eternals as a whole? I have mixed feelings about it. That's what I've kind of heard from everybody. It was average. Yeah. To me. The blo- like I said, the bloatedness. I I still don't know who the main characters' names are, uh, and maybe that's a little bit of my fault. But it, you know, when you're trying to follow this movie and 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 just well, get to so know all these characters, characters right? Yeah. It's it, they throw a lot at you. Yeah, and it was just it was more storytelling. I get it. It's, it's an introduction. We're trying to we're trying to learn who these characters are, really. Um, but I I it didn't really. I didn't really take anything away. There's too many like flashbacks. Okay, you know, like love the first Deadpool movie because it was it was you know Deadpool. It was very comic book accurate and stuff. But the one thing that took me out of the first Deadpool movie that makes it hard for me to rewatch is the constant flashbacks. Okay, in the middle of the story, like you want you want to see this current story. I get it. You got to introduce stuff. You got to see how things happen, but. The flashbacks, they take you out of it. Like, you're getting emotionally invested in kind of what's happening. No, I get that. And then that. they're like, 
oh, sorry, I got to, I got to. That was the other thing that took me out of Jungle Cruise is like, okay, here's a big reveal and flashback. Right. Oh, okay. What? what? They're okay in small amounts, but Eternals had way too many. Okay. In my opinion. I, I yep. And the I the final like fight was largely forgettable. It was just. I heard it's another forgettable Marvel villain. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. All righty. Well, I'm going to go into those with low expectations. Yeah. I, I, I hope to still see it in theaters, but it's tough with Ghostbusters Afterlife coming out this week. Um, I still want to go see the French Dispatch that's out right now. So there's a lot that I want to go see. that. So that might take a back burner and just might wait until Disney Plus release. Yeah. yeah honestly, I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. I don't blame you at all. I, I, me and my wife, we, we had this thing where we tried to go see every Marvel movie opening weekend. Yeah. So we tried that. Um, we we try that. It's gonna be tough with Spider Man because I'm going away that weekend. So if if I do not see Eternals in theaters, this will be the first Marvel movie that was available in theaters that I did not see in theaters. You seen Black Widow in theaters? That was not available in theaters. I seen it in a movie theater. Shit, you're right. It was. <laughs> I paid the thirty bucks. That's what it was. Mercy. Hey. Oh no! Um, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Caught you right in your tracks. I I did. I I paid thirty dollars. So yes, it was Black Widow was the first one I did not see in theaters. Mm. Mm. Yes, it was. Ah, we got a bootlegger over here. See, I, I paid my money. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Did you support uh, your local business? Uh, by local, if you mean uh, Disney, I mean they're kind of local. How's Regal Cinemas doing? Uh, terrible, I've heard. Yeah, your fault. Well, maybe they shouldn't let their uh, projections catch fire. You know, mid 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 film, huh? I'm at yeah, Venom, huh? I was Venom. Let there be carnage. <laughs> oh, that wasn't even directed at you. It made me uncomfortable. Well, that does make sense. You know, back in my day. Yeah. When was that? The 1920s. Yeah. Back when we. Do you have a Tommy gun? I did. Mm. I was really good friends with Al Capone. See. Oh, did where was his vault? Where was that vault? I'll never tell. Oh, well, well, see. Okay, you're ironclad, unlike your sphincter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I knew it. Huh? Oh, poop particles everywhere. Baron is, uh, he's not missing out. You shouldn't have asked me where his vault was. Well, uh, that's like the normal question with Al Capone. Where was Al Capone's vault? <laughs> see, that's what everybody asks. Can you stop that? Well, I just was wondering. You said you knew the guy. You know, were you friends with uh, Frankie, Frankie Blue Eyes? Where's, Never heard of him. Where's, were his eyes really that blue? Stop it! Were his eyes that blue? Like blue like the ocean? Stop it! Like blue like a nice... I gotta go! <laughs> Toodaloo! Enjoy! Why do you gotta do that to him, man? Well, I was just wondering. I put up with all Baron shit and, and... Well, he doesn't literally shit while he's here! He doesn't have an anus! He's got no legs! He just regurgitates out of his mouth. You know, it's so hard to keep help around here, and you are not helping. I understand. The world's the way it is. You are not. I had questions for him. Like, literally, I wanted the answers to, but he just keeps giving me a load of shit. We have had five co-hosts on this shit. (laughs) I gotcha. It was good. That's a beautiful one. Woo! We've had five co-hosts, all right? It's you and me every week. It is. I love you. Yeah, but it gets a little lonely sometimes. Well, that's why you know Baron. He comes around. He did his. He he told you his main objective was to get rid of Porcupine Jones, and he did just that. Boy, he's got a he's got a I'm tongue the grapevine. as sharp as a whip. I'm married through the grapevine that there's another Porcupine Jones coming through the multiverse. Oh man, is this one an actual porcupine? <laughs> he might as well be. 
quills of steel? <laughs> oh, shit. You might as well be. Oh, we'll boy, see. Oh, boy. We'll certainly see. Good stuff. Yes. Into but the into the panel verse. Into the panel verse. That's the panel what happens. Verse. Uh, but yeah, we got a lot of other stuff. What from... an intricate web you weave. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of other stuff from the Disney Plus reveal. Mini trailers. We got little mini teaser trailers. What's that mouse some of the Disney up Plus to? Shows. What's that trollop of a mouse up to? Uh, he's on to something. No, mini. You said mini trailers. <laughs> what What's she up to? Oh, boy, I'll tell you what she's up to and what she's down for. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, Mickey. I see what you did there. Yeah, that's very that's clever. Yeah, That's pervert. cute. Um, yeah. A lot of mini trailers. Yes, yes. Hyped up for the Disney Plus. It's her just sitting at a table eating cheese, I've heard. Yeah, it's very raunchy. Well, from under cheese. <laughs> it's very, 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 very... This is taking a really dark turn. It is. What? <laughs> were, were, were there trailers? I thought there were just announcements. There was little trailers. Like what? Moon, Do tell. Moon Knight. Oh, yes. Yes, you're right. I stand corrected. How great there was does three that many, suit look? There's three little trailers. How great does that suit look? It's amazing. Yeah. And they're doing a really good job of playing. Uh, and former uh, co-host Chris Gallo, Moon Knight is his favorite character. Favorite character. He's been waiting for years for Moon Knight to, to have a live-action version. Well, yeah. That thing is perfect. Yeah, it looks awesome. It, it, looks it so they good. did a really good job. We didn't get a, a – we got an over – it was like Crouch. We haven't seen the face yet. We haven't yep. seen the face part, but we see the hood. And the overall, it just – it's clean. It's real clean. So you know how they say what, – what is it? You, you can't wear white after Labor Day? Yeah, what's he going to do? I, I have no Silver? idea. Silver? Gonna have to. I know in the comics sometimes his costume looks a little silverish. <laughs> I <laughs> so there could be that. It could be that. Hey, you never know. But this is a really, really nice like what it, it it it's very clean. I it's when you see like your favorite wrestler like come out to like an all white like attire. I, I wore white as a wrestler. I know, and I liked your white gear. And I, I was terrified because I was afraid I was going to take a bump and shit myself. I had a friend in high school. We got white final singlets for the wrestling team. And he wore his without any underwear. Oh, you gotta. Yeah, you, you cannot. And while he was underwear. wrestling, you could see. Oh, like, yeah, he anal, totally you could see that. anal leakage. Yeah. yeah, you totally deserve that. Yep. Then. Yeah, you got to wear protection. There were there, there were there were times where I had a manager at the time, and I'd bump out of the ring, and <laughs> are you okay? I'm like, yeah. Am I shit? <laughs> Let me know if I shit, because if I did, I'm rolling under the ring and you take over. The, yeah, the, so, the white gear was the best. Yes, absolutely. it got real dirty though, <laughs> real dirty. <laughs> but they're doing a good job. Like I'm really excited for Oscar Isaac's yeah. portrayal. They're playing into the schizophrenia kind of right. That's the that's they're the, playing into the Egyptian thing too. Yes. Like it, it's white, but it looks mummyish. Right. Like I'm getting Egyptian mummyish vibes, um, Sphinx just, vibes. It looks awesome. It looks so cool. Uh, I'm I I'm very excited for that show. I'm just glad Oscar Isaac is getting a little redemption. He's had some doozies roles: Poe Dameron, Apocalypse. <sighs> he like he's the best part of the sequel trilogy, no. character wise. No, yes, it's, it's Kylo by far. No, yes, it is. Kylo got so whiny and so annoying. He was going through a lot. Was he? Yeah, he killed his dad. Well, did you have to ever have to stab a lightsaber through your father? Didn't look like his dad did much for him anyway, so it had, he had it coming. Wouldn't you be mad if your dad rather fucking hung around with a walking carpet all day instead of you? 
That walking carpet loved him. Yeah, well, his son probably would have loved him, too, if he was around more. He was a good dad. Deadbeat dad. No, he wasn't. How much fathering did you see? I saw him give more father parental advice to Ray than I ever did. And Finn. And I ever did to Kylo. Don't you? I ain't reading no more books. They hosed me once. I ain't reading no more books. How dare you disrespect Han Solo on this show? Yeah, well, they Kathleen Kennedy disrespected him enough. I feel like I could just... Nobody calls <laughs> Han Solo a, a bitch. bitch. <laughs> like my tattoo. I had him do that back-to-back pose. That's such an underrated movie. <laughs> I've only watched it like once or oh, twice. Oh god, I waited for scene. years for fanboys to come out, and when it finally did, I was so happy. <laughs> Such a good film, man! I hope this doesn't suck. They, they go to credits. What's the worst thing that could happen? <laughs> well, it could suck. Yeah, that won't happen. Okay. Yeah, that Jar Jar Binks is gonna be the shit. <laughs> Such a good movie. If you haven't watched it, folks, go out and watch it. It's Boys. it's it's very good. They, yeah, you get a camera. For, uh, Carrie Fisher's in it. Yeah, Carrie, think, Billy D. Williams is in yes. it. Um, I feel like there's one more. Shatner. Shatner's in it. Yep, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah, there's a whole Trucky convention, Trucky versus Star Wars thing. Yeah, Han Solo is a bitch. That's so good. <laughs> that's, a good film. Um, that's the best scene in my opinion of that movie. But um, but there's a lot of good ones. There's a lot of good ones. But that, that that to me is my favorite. I was watching that. Uh, my wrestling trainer, uh, Rosario, yeah, Hellcat. He uh, he let me borrow that after I was going through a breakup, and I was watching it with Solly. Solly was living with me. Sound check, Solly. Yep. I uh, was living with me in my apartment at the time. We watched it together, and I was like, "This is amazing." Yeah, that's a great film. It's so great good. Film. Um, but yeah, Moonlight looks in it just incredible. Yeah, really, really good. Uh, but we did get two other little trailers, uh, little mini trailers. We got a uh, She-Hulk one. Yep. Mm-mm-mm. Green chicks, long legs. Well, She-Hulk's always been very... Yeah, but live action, I, I didn't know what to expect. I'm happy they're going that route. I mean, if we get a muscle-bound Hulk, why can't we have a muscle-bound She-Hulk? Right. I'm here Makes for sense. it. Makes I'm here sense for it. Me. I think that's going to be a great show. I'm happy that we're finally getting She-Hulk. Me too. Uh, little thing, though, the Shang-Chi... Or Shang Chi, uh, post credit scene had had Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner back, but this one had Hulk as uh, him as Hulk. Yeah, I'm Smart curious. Hulk. Like this is uh, Endgame. Yeah, Smart Hulk. So yeah, curious. To see and how they and that. his arm was fine. I don't so, know if you noticed that in the trailer, but his arm was fine. It was pre snap. Okay. So this is pre Endgame. Huh. Okay. Well, that would make sense then. A little bit, I guess. I feel like they're, they bit, play but, so loose. To no, loose I know. With Hulk, I know they, they have a. There's I a mean, tough... they literally did this smart Hulk transition off screen. Right. I wonder if we're gonna get that at all. Well, no, they shouldn't really focus on that at all for the She Hulk show. I just want to know why he's Mark. He's Bruce Banner again. I think they just they sucked out a lot of his Hulk goodness with uh, with the snap. No, like when I think I think uh, okay. So you're saying that the Hulk and the She Hulk it's pre snap. Yes. Right? Okay. Oh, you're dying of this. Okay. Here, take my stuff, and then now he doesn't have that stuff anymore, and now he's just regular Bruce Banner because he sucked out all his gamma stuff, and now it's in his cousin. Well, but then it comes back when he gets angry. I'm not talking like regular angry. I'm talking you stubbed your toe angry. Oh, that's the worst kind. That's yeah, that's exactly. the worst kind. Uh 
Yeah, so that was cool. We got a little glimpse of, of She-Hulk looking great. Uh, I forgot when that show comes out. Um, but then the last one was a Ms. Marvel. Yes. Ms. Marvel. We that got a little Ms. Marvel trailer. Very young. Uh, yeah, she's like a, in the comics, she's teenager. Yeah, so. she's definitely a young teen in this one. She, something happens at a, uh, like a Halloween costume party. That's how she starts to get her powers, and she tries it. She's just a huge fan of of the Captain Marvel, yep. Brie Larson's. Which is Captain that's Marvel. how it is in the in the comics, right? As well. So that's that's going to be a, a, a cool one to kind of explore. Uh, I think that was it as far as trailers go for the Marvel stuff. They did announce we're getting an Echo. Show. Echo. Um, and X Men ninety seven. X Men ninety seven. So what that is for listeners who maybe don't understand, I know it's been uh, out there. It's it's a continuation. Of that X Men animated series that we all grew up and loved, that yes. ended and went ran from ninety two to ninety seven, and that's why it's being called ninety seven because it's supposed to be just a continuation of that. They're bringing back the voice actors, the not art. all, not all of them, but They're, a lot. No, of them. you're right. A lot of them are coming back, and they're supposed to bring it, the, the most importantly, the Jim Lee art style. Yes, is was that's what I care about. Yeah, because the art style, like I've rewatched X Men more recently. Um and yeah, it doesn't like it's not flawless like Batman the animated series. There's definitely a lot of shots that are just redubbed over yeah. and put in and and but I mean for the 90 a lot of 90s and 80s cartoons did that. Um but it's still a staple of our childhoods. With this getting a Disney treatment, I'm sure they're not going to do that again. Right. I'm sure it's going to be seamless animation, great act uh voice acting. Um, same characters. I hope that intro still still there. I hope that intro still there. Oh yeah, they'd have to. They'd be they'd, they'd be, be ridiculous not to. Um, there was some controversy as as because you know, um, you can't voice or identify with people that are a different ethnicity, right? Than you, but the the voice actress that did voice Jubilee is going to be back, but not as Jubilee. They're going to have someone else voice Jubilee. Okay, she's going to voice someone else. Um. But yeah, I'm I'm stoked for this. I cannot wait for this. This is going to be great. I think it's like 2023 though that is coming out. So it's going to be a while. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. But whatever. I'll, we've waited this long. Right. Now. Yeah. You might as well wait an extra yeah. couple of years. But exactly. definitely excited. This is what helped me really fall in love with comic books and comic book characters. And that's why you know Cy- Cyclops is my favorite. One of my favorite characters. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, because of this show. On a negative, it, it looks like um, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Is going through extensive reshoots, about six weeks of reshoots. I'm very curious as to what this is about. With um, the main cast members, Benedict Cumberbatch, um, Caitlin Olsen, um, yeah. So Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth, yeah, Caitlin's the one on Full House. Yes. She's coming back, too. Um, <laughs> but Sam Raimi is still, he still remains at the helm, so it's not directorial dispute or anything like that. Uh, they good. didn't say why they're doing extensive reshoots. They're just saying that they are doing extensive reshoots. Six weeks about. Um, I don't know. Maybe. I wonder if they're just maybe they're just trying to fix some plot holes or something. They very well could. I, I'm I mean, sure. A lot of moving parts with Spider-Man and all these Disney Plus shows and Scarlet Witch has been rumored to be like the big bad of yeah. the, the strange. Oh, yeah. um, there's been. I've even seen some rumors where Doctor Strange goes into a different multiverse where there's the Illuminati. Oh, and Ty- Greg, Greg did Texas today that there was a big there's a big rumor out right Charles now. Charles Xavier and Patrick Stewart yep, and Hugh yep, Jackman yep. supposedly going to be some of the but first that, X Men crossover. In this one thing that I read, they said that yeah, Patrick Stewart's like the head 
as Charles Xavier is like the head of the Illuminati, but it's not the one we saw in the X-Men Foxverse. This is like full-blown robotic wheelchair, big yellow monstrosity. Good. Um, but he's – and the, the apparently there's this big battle scene, mental mental mind manipulation between Scarlet Witch and Professor X. Really? Um, so that maybe – I mean, with, with trying to line up all these actors – that could be the reason for the reshoots. Uh, I mean, this is sure. all speculation, but damn, that would be that'd be some powerful shit. Like, I, like, what do you ask for after all this? Like, like, what what do us well, as a that, consumer no, well, ask well, for uh, after seeing stuff like that? What did we ask for after Endgame? That's that's. Uh, I feel like I mean X Men, Fantastic Four, but, but yeah. we're getting all that big that stuff that we've those those like what if like oh what I if, feel like I feel like they're gonna they're gonna. Do this multiverse, and then I feel like they're going to close it. Okay. So that this shit doesn't come up again. You know okay. what I mean? They're going to open all the possibilities. That's going to be just the big thing of this phase, yeah. this, these three phases I think probably. So. And okay. then it's like you got to close off the multiverse at that point. Right. Uh, and I think a lot of it was possibly opened up with Spider-Man in the Sony deal because Sony's big like, we want to integrate Tom Holland into our movies. That's How can we point. do that? Well, obviously, we saw that with the end credit scene of Venom. Let there be carnage that it looks like Venom is now in the MCU. If they don't put him in, in this movie, I'm going to be pissed. I feel like, um, and they've even discussed that Spider-Man No Way Home isn't necessarily the end. It's not the end of Tom Holland as Spider-Man. It's the end of this trilogy, but there's talks that there may be another trilogy after this. I think uh, that's the expectation. I think so. And they've also, they greenlit and they announced Spider-Man freshman year animated show on Disney+. Plus. Right. And they've... I, I read a report that says that in between each movie, there's going to be an animated series. A lot of people saw freshman year and they thought high school. With that report, I'm thinking possibly college. And this w- and they said the animated show would fill in the gaps of the movies. Which I like. Yeah. I think when Holland originally signed his contract, his little this little... And he was so young when he signed, and that's the was. beauty of it, because he could keep he could play Spider-Man for 10 years. He could. There was like an, it was an eight-movie deal. Yeah. So, but the cutoff, I think, was the last Spider-Man. Yeah. They renegotiated. They brought it back. And, I mean, I, th- I think they have, they can't just separate now, right? I think no. Sony has to stay. They're both, and Marvel. It, They're both do... making money hand over fist. Correct. And they seem to be accommodating each other's uh, creative wants. Yeah. Um, pretty good right now. So just keep it going. And uh... Why not? If, if Disney has to, you know, don't, for Disney, don't trip over dollars to make pennies i don't want them to be like no 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 play hardball like they were really iffy about giving sony like a like a a five percent yeah percentage higher of of gross income from these movies some, some like very like minuscule amount yeah like don't do that don't don't be that don't be that 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 guy yeah you know what i mean just just work with sony i know listen the more you guys work together the the more I guess power and say that it, the more that Sony can kind of has more of a bargaining ship yeah. with it. But I, I feel like he just, he just kind of got a like Disney has to swallow their pride a little bit with this one. Marvel has to swallow their pride. And I just think they just, just got so much bad PR, both, both I think Sony and Disney got so much bad PR from the initial Spider-Man split yeah. that they don't want to go through that again. I mean, so no, I, think, I agree. I think they'll play ball. I hope so. Point. I hope Sony so. Sony seems to be getting their shit together. 
uh, which and I'm plus, happy for. Like the, that trailer for Spider Man looked great. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife is coming out this week. I'm excited for that. That yes. looks great. And, like Sony has been, it's it's been kind of like an ongoing joke that Sony gives away their plot points in their trailers. And with the Spider Man trailer, we haven't seen if there are other Spider Men. We still don't know. That's a selling point to go see the movie. Um, Ghostbusters. They haven't shown the older Ghostbusters suited up in the trailers. They've released, I mean, it's been released in interviews and it's been released in uh, toy form. But it's still different. Like, you haven't been given that shot yet. You want to see that. It's so important. Yeah. You want to go, you're going to go, people are going to pay money to go see Bill Murray, to go see Ernie Hudson, to go see uh, Dan Aykroyd in a Ghostbuster suit. And in the past, like, Sony would be notorious for, like, oh, they'd show that scene. They'd show if there's a ghost of Egon. They'd show that in the trailer. Yeah. To try to, like, coax people to come in. Like, no, like, the people that want to see that, they're going to pay to see They got that. a chance. They're going to hear a word of mouth. Yeah. Don't be the one that, yeah, don't be the one that spoils it. And I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago about, you know, Infinity, it was, no, it was Endgame. Uh, I told the story about the friend who complained that, said that Infinity War showed too much. But Endgame didn't show enough. And I'm like, then what do you want? Like, yeah. you have to... Less is more. Like, my dad, like, it's it's so cool because like, me and my dad have, you know, we... we That was our first big connection was comic books, superhero toys, yep. all that stuff. And he goes into these movies blind. He has no idea what to expect. And he, yep. just, he just, he enjoys it. I'm just like, I are, are we, like, are we, like, guilty of, like, encouraging, like, all these, like... These big spoiler, like heavy trailers and stuff. I, I, no, I don't want that. I love. I. Th- I don't. But as is a society, and this is going to be like. It, it sounds weird. There's a lot. Ha- have our <laughs> well, no. It's true. It's true. <laughs> but when it comes to comic books and, and these movie trailers, have we been our own like detriment to like the, maybe the movie consuming experience? No, because of these trailers. No, I think like I. I have always said from day one when a perfect movie trailer for me is give me the tone of the movie. Right. Don't give me what happens in the movie. Just give me the tone of the movie. Yeah. And that's all I want. That's going to let me know if I'm interested in this movie or not. The tone of the movie. couple shots showing me the actors, some nitpicky action scenes, but nothing that gives away my, like major plot points of the movie. Um, and I feel even Endgame, like they did that. Like we... We're coming back up. We know, like, hey, you knocked us down. Where are we going from here? Yeah. So, um, so here, let me ask you this: In Civil War, would you have spo- would you have spoiled Spider Man, the the trailer? Yes, because because it was the first. It was it was the fir- it was the first. And okay, like it was speculative, speculative, and people went to go see that movie to see. Wait, Spider Man's in this? How? Why? Right. Like, right. Spider Man is such a big character that. Yeah, I feel like that. That's a good tease. Okay. Uh, I don't think that's a spoiler. That's they didn't a good give tease. away too much. In, in the, yeah, in he that, just showed but... up and he's like, he took Cap Shield, and that yeah. was great. Um, they didn't let you know like how he was there, why he was there. Like that. That was great. Um, I feel like the Flash Flashpoint trailer that were that just came out a few weeks ago, where you didn't see like they they showed you the. The silhouette of Keaton as Batman. Yeah, like we know he's in it. You don't show us all Batman. 
You just show us a silhouette. You tease us with it, and like, oh, right. I thought that was just right because I want yeah. to. I'm going to invest money. I want to see this when it comes. You don't out even too. like Flash. I don't even like Flash. I don't care for DC. I, I don't like Ezra Miller. I hate Ezra Miller. But I'm sold. But I want to see that movie because I I want to see Michael Keaton return as Batman. Correct. So that's that's. I feel like the studio knows what what strings to pull. They're in getting order to better get at that. Right. Yeah, they're getting they're getting better at that. I agree. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, that was it for Marvel. We had uh, Star Wars dropped a – well, we did get confer- confirmation that Hayden Christensen will be in Ahsoka. I don't know if we talked about that last week. I don't think so. But I don't I'm, think so. I'm just happy he's coming back to a role he's that gave him so much and anim- like that gave him so much animosity in his, in his life. He's never bounced back acting-wise. No, he did uh, that Jumper movie. I think it was Jumper. Yes, and which then, was one of those movies that was like, it was on the Twilight Hunger Games bandwagon where they took a young teen novel series, they adapted it to film. Yeah, and, that was usually never great. Well, it was, Hunger Games is the only one who's actually really been successful at it. But. Even that like died off toward the end. Even that, like, what was the other one? Oh, uh, the ending was very forgettable. Uh, uh, Maze Runner. Uh, Maze Runner had and, that. And uh, D- oh, al- Alignment or Allegiant. DV... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. But they didn't, never even finished that. Divergent. Divergent yeah, they series. never even filmed the last one in the movie trilogy. No, because they the did last, so bad. Yeah, because people just got sick of it. So Jumper was kind of in that. Um, I I just did an episode this week of my friend's uh, podcast, Let's Talk But No Politics, okay? Because I wanted to like discuss Hayden Christensen's role and and job as Anakin Skywalker. I wanted to defend it. And and that was one of the points that I made was I mean no just, one was good in those movies. It was past them. If they the were, dialogue was shit, there were no scenes around them. They they had nothing to interact with. Right. I listen. I I know that you grew up with the original trilogy, but the prequels. My like my. I don't. I like the prequels. I love the prequels. I love them, and I will defend them. I really. I know we've had our back and forth about hate about. The portrayal of Anakin in the trilogy versus Clone Wars, but I I really did like his his portrayal in 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 in, in the prequel trilogy, and I'll define it. And and listen, he he like he didn't listen way over his head. Uh, he did not. I I don't think all of us actually knew at that point how bad Star Wars fans could be. I when Episode two and three came out, I don't think I we think there really, were ideas, there were notions, there were notions um, after Episode one. I'm sure, but listen, after instance, two and three, for instance, the the, the prequels were punching upward because George Lucas did not want to direct them. He right. he wanted other people to direct. No one would touch them cuz they said there's there's no way I can live up to that hype. Right. There's no way like Ron Howard, he was trying to get Ron Howard to direct episode 1. Ron Howard would not do it cuz he said there's no way I can live up to this hype. I can't do it. Yeah. It's just, it's a lose-lose situation. So George was forced to direct those movies. He's not a good director. He can write a story, can't direct it for shit. <laughs> it's it's been the common. You look at any back uh, behind the scenes Star Wars documentary. What did George tell you? To do? Faster and louder. Yeah, like that's his. That's what he would tell actors: faster, louder. Like what? That's the terrible directing. It's not good. No, it's not helping me. No, right. and yeah, um, everyone was bad. I mean, Samuel L. Jackson was bad. Ewan McGregor was bad. Natalie Portman was bad. These are all fantastic actors that I've seen them act circles in other movies, like act circles around scenes in other movies, and got they they, they all come up across as 
just flat, no emotion. Right. The dialogue sucks. Like you can't. Like if if you don't think Hayden Christensen is a good actor, go watch Shattered Glass. It's a movie he made before the Star Wars movies, and he's amazing in it. No, I I think Hayden's terrific, and and because I'm glad that he's being. I'm glad he's able he's to being ha- put on a pedestal now. Yeah. That that I mean, Star Wars fans are are like dying for him to come back, because which is great. It's, thanks I mean, sequel trilogy. Do you, mean, th- do you think people I, like it because it's 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 uh, nostalgic, or is it because the sequel trilogy was so bad? Column A, column B, but I do think okay. that the prequel movies were made better by the Clone Wars animated show. Okay, it does fill in a lot of gaps and holes and, and Just stuff. Character it, development, yeah. Which I, I'm still working on, but I, I, I am enjoying. I'm enjoying Clone Wars a bunch. Uh, but yeah, so uh, but they did a teaser trailer. Yeah, some art really. I was really hoping for a trailer, but they did some art. Yeah, uh, we got to see some pictures. Uh, one of them was in was Vader in Vader's castle. All right, which is really cool. cool. We we've yeah. never really seen the inter- we have. He was in the back to tank in Rogue One. Yep, and that scene with uh, uh, with the with General Krennic in Rogue One. Yeah, too. yeah. Be careful so. not to choke on your aspirations. That that yeah. whole scene, which is really really cool. But uh, we haven't really seen a whole lot of Mustafar. You know him and Mustafar's uh, his castle on Mustafar. So we might get a little bit more of that, which is which is kind of neat. But I'm loving that, you know, we are going to get, the plan is we are going to get an Obi-Wan-Darth Vader duel. I know originally you you might still feel that way. You are not a fan of, of this idea because of what was established in A New Hope. Yeah, I mean, the the, the dialogue is straight up. Last time we met, think they'll cut I it out? You learner. think George Lucas would cut it out if he still had control of it? But that's like, it's that's so, you there. Can't. Like, if we see... Do you think it, could, it might be able to be reworked somehow? Uh, no, not, not like not that line, but I feel like it could still be kind of. Yeah, reworked. but at this point, Vader and his—if they have a lightsaber duel during the time frame between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, before Rogue One, Vader is no longer the learner because Vader is a master of the dark side. So he would, in his mind, he would not say, the last time we met, I was but the learner, but now I am the master. Right. He's already he's already a master of the dark side. Unless you think Obi-Wan gets him again? No, it doesn't matter. In okay. Vader's mind, he's already a master of the dark side. Okay. Like, it, 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 that line of dialogue makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Right. I want to forget if... Just like, just like in this show, I'm sure as Obi-Wan's going around... People are going to be calling him Obi Wan, and if they do, I'll be pissed because they should be go- being called Ben. Ben, because right. the show's called Obi Wan. If the show was called Ben, I might have a little bit more <laughs> faith in it. But obviously, that doesn't sound as uh, marketable. But he even says in- he's called Kenobi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's a name I have not heard in a long time. A long time. Yeah. I mean, I. You're probably right about the marketing thing, about the marketing deal. Yeah. About they, they have to call it Obi Wan. I think they're they got to work in Ben. He's got to be Ben mostly. But from what I from what I'm kind of understanding is that he this is kind of a little bit after he finds out that Anakin survived, and he's like guilt ridden about it. That that's that's what I've kind of gathered that he just kind of gets pulled into another dispute with Vader. 
And, and I don't know. I, again, I know it kind of just destroys that episode four duel, but at the same time, I, I just like, I'm craving this thing. Uh, I'm, I'm, Oh, it's gonna like I'm. I'm looking forward to it. Don't get me wrong, because that that but, duel is my favorite. I have rewatched that duel on average about once a week. Like I just get so hyped with that Vader Anakin duel or the Vader Obi Wan duel, and I'm just like I. I feel like I need something because like, the sequel trilogy didn't deliver us with a good lightsaber battle. Uh, I liked the one in Force Awakens. I didn't hate it because it was, but it, it wasn't. Seemed, it seemed raw. It seemed aggressive. I'm not a big fan of the flipty flu lightsaber scene. So you don't like it? No, okay. I I, uh, I feel like uh, it's like modern wrestling. Mm, yeah, it's like you're in a fight and you're mad at each other, but why are you doing hurricane ranas and four fifty splashes <laughs> when you hate that guy? The argument it is, has its place, right? But I feel like the argument is like, it's like, more. Like, like, they're, they're trained. They were trained back then. That's it. That. I, I I like that's why I think I like the the duel in episode one because they don't know each other right Maul's showing off and they're like what the fuck this guy's crazy what the hell are we gonna do that one makes sense to me okay Obi Wan and Anakin that should have been a brutal like brother fight you thought it was too are too pretty too pretty it okay. should have been knockout drag out punch each other in the balls type of fight. Where they shouldn't be doing backflips and flippity flues and talking shit like sarcastically while they're fighting. It should have been knockout, drag out fight. Uh, likewise, I didn't mind the flippity flues when it was Anakin and uh, like episode two, when it's Anakin, Obi Wan, and Dooku fighting. Like right. Dooku, same thing. He's elegant. Okay, he's showing him up. But when Yoda comes in, that's his former Padawan. Like Yoda shouldn't be flipping all over the place. Yeah, he should just be like. He should have just schooled them without having to use the lightsaber. I don't like Yoda with a lightsaber, by the way. Oh, okay. I thought that was just redundant. You didn't like it? No, okay. he does. He's he's above that. He doesn't need a lightsaber. Um, and then might have cheapened his character now that you mention it. Yeah, and like the 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 biggest faux pas in all of the prequels is the scene at the beginning of Episode Three, where Obi Wan and Anakin encounter Dooku before the lightsaber duel. Why the fuck does Dooku double do a double front flip that was off the balcony? Like Dooku's an old school motherfucker who should have just strolled down the stairs like a badass because he's elegant as fuck. That's fair. Yeah, Why did he do I, a I, fucking I, front flip? Do- no. Like that was stupid as shit. He's got a cape. He looks like he just slayed 700 vampires. He should have just strolled down those goddamn stairs like he's the bell of the ball because he is. Yeah, that was definitely out of place. That that was that was totally out of character. Very very strange. Not very Dooku like. So like, I like the episode one lightsaber duel because it makes sense to me as far as why it's so theatrical. But all, a lot of the other ones should have been more, especially the Obi Wan Anakin. That should have been like a like a fight, like right. a like a playground fight, because there's so much personal animosity between the two. I gotcha. I think because there were so many rough lightsaber duels in that. They sold us on five lightsaber duels, so I think they wanted to go big, bad, and artistic with it. Like the Mace the Mace Windu Sidious one was kind of lame. Yes. Uh, Grievous and Obi-Wan was hardly a lightsaber duel, even though they build it as that. Uh, you know, it was just, yeah, it was just a lot of... Uh, I don't know. I, I really did love the the third one. I, I I felt a little bit more emotion than maybe you did. 
I, I see. I understand. I'm not telling you you're wrong no, at yeah, all. And I, I completely different see, opinion, different yeah. opinion, different perspective. I completely see where you're where you're coming from. Um, but but yeah, I, I just feel like we haven't gotten that signature lightsaber battle. Like, because well, there wasn't one technically. Right. That's what I'm saying. I, I I know you know I knew what you mean with with episode seven. Right. The the, the Ray and Kylo Ren one. It was it was uh, it was raw. It was fun, but but it didn't deliver like memorable like moments or or anything. It was just kind of like the force grab, and then we don't we don't you know just 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 kind of swatting at each other. I liked I liked uh, where he does. Like I love the fact that Kylo was like punching the the wound from Chewie's bowcaster as he was fighting to elicit that more was cool. pain, which would then elicit more hate. Right. So I I think the lightsaber duel in uh, Force Awakens is probably my second favorite lightsaber duel after Empire. Okay. Okay. Right before Jedi. Empire is a good one. That is a good one. Uh. So. Yeah, this is supposed to when it's supposed to come out next year, right? Uh, Obi Wan show. Obi Wan's next year. Yeah, it's gotta be next year. Book of uh, Boba Fett's the end of this year. Obi Wan's next year. I'm hoping Obi Wan's around May, like a summer, just to break it up because be uh, cool they they did start principal uh, photography on Mandalorian season three. Okay, so that's gonna happen. All right, very good. That come out in May. That one I think is gonna be December. So no, did, did season two come out in May or was no, that? No, they've always been always around. Been, the, you're right. It's the fall, the, the, the November holidays. Okay, that's right. So, uh, so yeah, so Kenobi coming out. We haven't seen an official trailer for it yet. I want one so bad. I was a little disappointed that all it was was a minute featurette talking about Obi Wan and the director mentioned Hayden Christensen, but there was nothing from Hayden. So they're really keeping keeping this one tight to the chest. I hope that. They, that Vader and Obi Wan don't actually have physical contact. I know you don't. I hope they don't. I, I hope it's just like a cat and mouse game where Vader's trying to chase him down, but he can't find where he is. Right. I hope they do Inquisitors. I hope like Vader sends Inquisitors, kind of like in Rebels. I like the idea of an Obi Wan versus Inquisitors. Yeah, that'd be cool. What about? Do we know when this Ahsoka show takes place? If 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 Fade and Christian is going to be in it, is this going to be original trilogy timeline? I'm wondering if they're going to be flashbacks, okay. flashbacks or like Anakin's Force Ghost coming to her, mm. because I think it's supposed to be set on the Mandalorian timeline. Okay, I think you're probably right. So much goodness. It's really they've really made up for for the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I, I think lately I, I was seeing that on another on that other show, and just to other people, I'm like, I just I just been like, I was so down on Star Wars, like I was depressed on Star Wars. After I think that, a lot of us after were. that sequel trilogy, a lot of us, I, I believe, were. like I, leaving theater. I know we've talked about it so many times on this show, but like leaving the theater after episode seven, usually or no, after eight, you know, usually it's like you leave a theater, you feel good about a movie, and then after a week or so, you're like, ah, this isn't really, this wasn't all that great. See, I did. I had, I had instant regret. No, I, I I walked out of the theater with my uncle who has loved Star Wars since '77. Yeah. Had all these toys, all the, just everything, just enamored with the lore, and he, we just looked at each other and we were like, "That wasn't good." I walked out with false, um, like I loved it at first, and then the more I thought about it, I'm just like, and the more I saw it, and the more the plot holes came through, I had blinders. I definitely had blinders on, and then afterwards, I'm just like, "Oh boy, that was rough." <laughs> yeah. So yeah. many things that obviously could have been benefited by just simple tweaks. That's all. Yeah. That's and explanations. All. 
But uh, but no, they definitely made up for it. Uh, I don't know how much even is Kathleen Kennedy even like involved. Nah, anymore? I just saw something where I think she's like back in power. Or oh something. God, whatever. That's what it is. It's bullshit. But um, other than that, have any much any more news? Uh, the only thing that I have for toys that was released today is Super Seven released images of their party wagon for their Ninja Turtles line. So they are releasing the uh, kind of in tone with the original um, Playmates Turtle Van. They've made a upscaled version of that to go with their Super Seven toys. Okay, this thing's a beast. It's like twenty one inches long. It's thirteen inches wide, thirteen inches high. I said it's going to be able to fit six of the Super Seven figures. They have pictures of it online, um, but boy, hefty, hefty price tag. If you pre-order it through Super 7, it is $450 with a $125 deposit at time of pre-order. If you go through Big Bad Toy Store, they normally don't have you pay till it ships. With Big Bad Toy Store, you have to have a $125 down deposit and then the rest is not due till it ships, but through them you have to pay $500. It's a beast. I'm passing on this one. Uh, word on the street is NECA is making one that's going to be more cartoon accurate. Okay. And since I've, I have I had to make a choice, I couldn't do both lines, <laughs> so I went with the NECA line. Um, and uh, I'm going to wait to see if they make a party wagon. And if they do, that's still going to be a tough pill to swallow because – It'll probably not be as expensive, but it's probably going to be pretty damn close. Yeah. Probably like two to three hundred, which and it's going to be a big display piece. And I'm running out of room to display shit. So I'm, I'm, rem- I'm remodeling my room right now, trying to sell some stuff, downsize, reposition so I can make room for more stuff. Um, yeah, so the collecting game—it's a—it's a, quite the conundrum. It is. Well, you have plenty of opportunities to sell it. Yeah. So, so, um, yeah, damn, it looks oh, nice though. They, they, it comes with tons of special things, little details. Uh, they, uh, it looks amazing. I'm not going to lie, but $450, it's going to be worth it. If you're into it, you got to buy it. Yeah. Nah, Tax return season. You're going to get it. I swear to God. That, that yeah. One, look at you. Your leg shaking and stuff. That one. I got to pass on. Like I said, I got to <laughs> wait. I got to wait. I, I, I sold the rest of my super seven turtles. To uh, to kind of lighten the load on some of the NECA stuff that's coming out for Turtles. Um, so, yeah. All right. I had to draw the line somewhere. You're growing up. Not always. I did. <laughs> I went to the Eastern Hills Mall this week, and I had— I How had, is it? I haven't been back there since. Oh, it's go- great. Oh, it's it so good. 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 I, we were there for like five hours on Sunday. It was amazing. <sighs> I found a uh, grail piece. Grail pieces— Never thought I'd own these. I'm walking through a store called the Niagara Emporium. My favorite. It is a antique store with a bunch of glass cabinet cases and a mouse maze-like structure. It's it's amazing. Weaving in and out, left and right. I come across a case that had all 12 issues of Alan Moore's Watchmen. First prints, $3 a piece. Get the hell out of here. So somebody didn't know what they had. They are in, I wouldn't say great condition. They are in 
good to very good. Okay. They were all bagged and boarded. I went through them, kind of thumbed through them all. Got off at $36. $36 for all 12 issues. And I thought, I'm like, these got to be reprints. Nope. They're first editions. Wow. All 12 of them. Have you looked up their value at all? Uh, it kind of it's. You're, tough. I'm sure you're not going to resell it, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to my normal comic book guy and see what he says. Okay, because it's it's a tough game right now. It seems like the stuff that's going for high value you have to get graded, and the grading system doesn't seem to be on the up and up right now because right. they're getting swamped with so many people sending and stuff to get graded. Like I've 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 talked to guys that have sent comics in to get graded. They sent them in once, got like an eight point two. They weren't happy with that. So they opened them, sent them back again to the same company, and they came back at like a 9.7. That's crazy. So, um, yeah, it is what it is. It is. But But I'm just happy to have them. I never thought I'd have all 12 issues. Yeah, it's cool to have that stuff physically in your hand. Yeah, and I think the Watchmen, Alan Moore run, is my be-all, end-all favorite comic book. It's what took me from... Liking comic books to like that was the first book I read that like my mind was like, Pfft. right? It blew my mind. I'm like, holy shit, comics can do this? Fuck! <laughs> like that was like, yeah, we've all had that with like movies, comics, books. Oh, all the where time. Where you have that experience, like I like these, and then you see a film and it's like, or you read a comic, you read a book, and it's just like, oh wow. <laughs> This is the world, and I'm going to be able to use these to form experiences for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm happy to have them. Good, that's a good find. That's honestly, if you guys live in the Western New York area, if any of our listeners do, and you've never been in Niagara Emporium at the Eastern Hills Mall, you're really missing out. There's, there's a couple resale stores like that in the mall. Yeah, it's, that was it's huge. Them that it's like an old Sears or something like that. Bonton. It was the old. It is the size of a Macy's. Okay, just the first floor. You cannot go up the escalators. No. I've tried. No, um, they got that off limits, but it's humongous. There's also a store called What's in Your Attic. That's a lot more confined. Still a lot of cool stuff there. They have sports. Well, they both had sports memorabilia, but um, but shout out to those. I always loved. That's my fit. Eastern Hills Mall is my favorite mall in the area because of that. Oh, for source. sure. Yeah, it's great. But uh, but that is it, everybody, for this week's episode. Again, no comic books uh, to be had. Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I was going to avoid reading a comic strip this week, but uh, your friend has inspired me, you see. To read a quick little tidbit, you see. Oh, did I now, say? Well, yes, you did, see. Now, understand this now. You understand now. Well, there's a holiday coming up, yes? What what holiday is that? Hmm? I ask you? Thanksgiving. Hmm, not this holiday. This one's about the Christmas, <laughs> you see. Yes. <laughs> yes, you question, you fart. I get it. It's funny. Hmm, now, you see. Hmm. It seems to be Mr. Claus of the Santa variety. He's walking through his barn where he keeps his deer of rain. And he has one deer. His name is Gassy. Hmm. Another deer of rain called Tutor. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> the third one, guess what his name is? Stinker. we get on with it. <laughs> I'm painting a picture, you see. Yes. Hmm. And there are four other... I'll be painting the streets in your blood, see? Now you're going to be painting the toilet paper in my bathroom with the brownness from your anus. Don't mm. talk about my problem, see? Well, that seems to be quite a conundrum you have, you see. And there are five, you see, five reindeer, and they're eating from a trough. Now, what do you think is in this trough? <laughs> 
Yes. Stop asking me questions. <laughs> There's beans in this trough. Not any beans, you see. Magic beans. The ones in which Jack grew his beanstalk of incredible height. Never heard of her. Mm, yes. Jack is a gentleman. And quite a gentleman. I've had tea with him. With crumpets, yes. Oh, have you now? Yes, yes. Mm. Mm. A giant came. Gave us giant-sized teacups. <laughs> I could swim in them. <laughs> yes. And it says, with the gas prices out of sight, which they are. Have you seen the gas prices lately? <laughs> yes. Stop it. Yes, for your car, your automobile. Do you drive a Model T? <laughs> I thought you might. <laughs> it says, with the gas prices out of sight. Santa uses an alternative fuel for his deer of rain. You see the beans? <laughs> they give them gas, you see. <laughs> I wonder if you could put beans in your Model T, save a little coinage. What do you say? <laughs> oh, that seems like that was just a poof of air. It wasn't. Oh, little brown downtown. I have to see. go again. Yes. Well, fuck you, Baron. <laughs> Oh, I said it. Mm, I shall be fucking the empty roll of toilet paper tonight when you're done stripping it of all its paper. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Probably gets cuts on myself. You win this time. Yes, I always win. <laughs> Baron wins with his comedy gold, you see. Now I bid you adieu. I'm going to uh, get ready for my trollop of a date tonight. I bid you do, Schmidty, Matthew. Good day. Good day, Baron. Bye, Baron. Have fun tonight. Not uh, too much, though. Thanks for stopping by, Stooley Steve. Are we going to see you next week? Oh, he left, I thought. Do you have, like, a walkie-talkie thing? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. don't stop asking. Well, no, you could probably ask him questions. It might help him get, get along in there. He <laughs> can't hear me. He's gone. He didn't turn on his walkie. I huh? guess not. Yeah, that'll happen. Good for him, though. Probably for the best. Uh, but that is it, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in, as always. We appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, the Spider-Man trailer, if you haven't seen it yet, it's hot. Check it out. There's webs. There's spiders. There's a man. It's bananas. There's magic. It's crazy. It's crazy, I tell you. But uh, we'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much. And now this is podcasting. Who <laughs> 